And this is Dan. Together we pastor Hope Culture Church in Elgin, Illinois. Thanks for tuning in to this week's podcast. We hope it encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. Hey, good morning, church. How are we doing? Happy Sunday! I'm Abigail. I'm one of the pastors here at Hope Culture Church. I'm so excited to be with you today and to kick off a new series. But first, I have a fun little giveaway. I love giving out gifts, okay? And we are in the month of October, which is my favorite month. Well, probably my favorite month. I also love December and I love summer, but... October is just a sweet spot. It's also my birthday month. My birthday's next weekend. Does anyone else have a birthday in October? I want to give you a gift. Are there any October birthdays? No way. No way. No one? You're pointing? Was there someone? Okay. Lila, well, can she read this? This is my gift. (laughs) All right. Okay. Who has a birthday around Christmas time? Because I feel like those Christmas birthdays, you do. Anyone else? Okay, Maddie, you do. Come up here. Um, I feel like those birthday, um, those, those people with birthdays around Christmas get like a little gypped. Okay, these are two books. Some of my favorites is Soundtracks by John Acuff and uh, uh, Winning the War in Your Mind by Craig O'Shell. They're really good. Yay. And if you want to get those, pick those up um, on Amazon or wherever books are sold. Um, Soundtracks and Winning the War in Your Mind. Those are going to be great resources um, as we head into this new series. Uh, we're kicking off a series titled Change your mind. Change your mind. And um, we're really excited. You know, we've never done a series like this before, but it's just been in our hearts for a long time. Uh, We're really excited to dive into the complexities of our mind and what God has to say about it. Um, And I just believe God is going to speak to you over the next four weeks that some of you are going to experience renewal and freedom in your mind. Um, I'm excited for this conversation. I believe that the mind is the most powerful weapon that you have in your life. Um, The mind has been given to you by God to glorify God, and our thoughts are very powerful. You know this already, but our thoughts are extremely powerful. They not only change our perspective, but they impact our decisions. They influence your habits. Um, But what do you do when you just become trapped in your mind, um, unable to escape reoccurring or negative thoughts? What do you do when you are struggling with unhealthy thinking, which so many of us do. And so we're going to just dive into that not only today, but over the next four weeks and just um, get into God's word and see what he has to say about our mind. And my heart and Dan's heart for you is that um, you would just take that next step towards having a healthy mindset, um, that, that your mind would really change. And you're like, the title is Change Your Mind. Like, don't tell me what to do. Like, you know, People do not want others to change their mind. But the point of this is that really God would transform our minds and that we look to his word and really allow him to um, transform us. Um, And this is what I know about change is that if you want to see change in your life, you first have to change your mind. Um, You have to shift your mindset in order to shift your life. You have to really um, change your thought life. And then in doing that, you can really change your life. And so I want us to just steer towards healthy mindsets in this season, uh, in this series. And um, 
really what you put into this is what you'll get out of this. So um, I just encourage you to lean all the way in and um, just ask God, God, what are you going to speak to me in this series? What are you going to say? Um, how are you going to shift my mindset? Um, and I'm just praying, too, that God would break down any barriers around this topic for you and that um, the Spirit of God would just speak to you. Okay, here's um, what somebody said. Our lives are always moving in the direction of our strongest thoughts. Um, our thoughts really do dictate where we're headed. Um, in a 2005 study, the National Science Foundation found that the average person has about 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts per day. Does that surprise you? That's a lot of thoughts. So ladies, when you ask your husband, <laughs> what are you thinking about? And he says, nothing. Now you know. Now you know. He has thoughts. He's thinking about stuff. 12,000 to 60,000 a day. Um, of those thousands of thoughts, 80% are negative. That shook me when I read that. That shocked me. 80% are negative, and then 95% were the same thoughts from the day before. So, listen, our thoughts matter. We're dealing with negative thought patterns. Our minds um, steer towards the negative. They veer towards the negative, and we're thinking the same thoughts over and over, those reoccurring thought patterns. And so I think this tells us two things about our minds, is that it's always easier, easier to be negative than it is to be positive. You already know that. It is. It just is how we're wired. It's easier to be negative than it is to be positive, and it's always easier to think the same thought again. It's hard to break those patterns of negative thinking in our minds, and it's just a sobering realization. For us as humans, we just tend towards the negativity and the repetition. We're prone to think negative thoughts and to allow our minds to wander down those same paths over and over and over. But if we intentionally insert ourselves into this process, I just believe that we can reverse the trend, remove the negative, and reinforce the positive. And many people are struggling with negative thought patterns. We know this from that study, but also just from Real life, like you can, you can tell when someone has those reoccurring negative thought patterns and maybe that's you. And as I'm talking, maybe you'll just do a little self-examination and ask God, like, is that me? Am I struggling with that? Um, we have negative thought patterns where we're overthinking and maybe this will help you if you're trying to identify, is that me? Am I struggling in this? Uh, for instance, say it's Friday afternoon and your boss gives you a text or an email and he says, I want to meet with you on Monday. But he does not say what it is about. He or she does not um, articulate what the meeting is about. So what happens all weekend long? You are in your head overthinking, playing it out. Like, what do they want to meet about? Am I getting fired? Am I getting, you know, what's happening? What's going to happen? And it ruins your weekend. Why? Because you're overthinking it. And you're going down that path of probably negative thinking. Or maybe you wake up and you just have this feeling like, uh, it's going to be, you know, it's not going to be a great day. Like you just feel a little down. And then one thing happens, like someone cuts you off in traffic or you spill your coffee on the way out and you're like, see, I knew it. And it just confirms, it's that confirmation bias where I just, I knew it was going to be a bad day and look, this confirms it. Or maybe your mental soundtrack is negative thoughts or cynical thoughts. And just all day long, um, your mind is racing and thinking of worst case scenario or um, those negative thoughts. Or maybe you're suspicious of people. 
And, and you just, like, are constantly wondering, you know, what are people up to, and you can't trust people, and, and you just can't stop the, the suspicion going on in your mind. Or maybe you are someone who keeps replaying conversations of something you said. Maybe even from months ago, you remember something you said, and you didn't like how you, how you said it, and, and you just can't, you know, stop that soundtrack of, like, oh, I just wish I could have done it better. Or maybe you're someone who thinks negative thoughts about yourself, and you're, you, you beat yourself up, or um, you talk negatively about yourself. Like some, of, some people may be even worse, um, worse than others. Some might talk so negatively about themselves, they wouldn't even say those things about their worst enemy. Like maybe that's you, and you're like, yeah, I just, I, I, I just degrade myself in my mind. I just have this soundtrack that's so negative, and I can't break the cycle. You, you know that it's starting to get unhealthy in your mind when your internal thoughts start speaking in absolutes. Like, it's always going to be like this. This is never going to happen for me. I'm, it's going to be like this forever. I'm always going to struggle with this. Of course it's like this. Look for those, those absolutes. You know, you know your thought patterns are, are um, getting unhealthy when you're speaking in absolutes. And so maybe you identify with some of that today, um, or maybe something that I didn't even mention. Um, but I just want you to like evaluate in your in your heart during our time together, like like what are the unhealthy patterns that I might have in my life? What are those negative thought patterns that I'm wrestling with? Um, because listen, we all wrestle with this. Um, I've wrestled with this. Um, I'm just going to be real vulnerable with you because I just want to set the tone for this series. Like, um, I, I want God to speak to us. I just want to be real. I want, I want us to come to um, the feet of God and, and, and not um, hold anything back. Um, and so that's what I'm doing with you this morning. Um, I, there's a season in my life where um, I was experiencing a ton of stress um, from almost every area of my life. So work and ministry, um, family, friendships, every area. And I just felt really under a ton of pressure. Um, and I started to feel really trapped in my thoughts, just feeling like um, I was starting to play out worst-case scenarios, just feeling like there was a cycle going on in my mind that was really hard to break. Um, and I started um, just having like a racing, like my mind was just racing. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't get it to stop. I couldn't turn it off. Um, I couldn't fall asleep at night. Um, I, I literally, for like a year, I couldn't fall asleep without like listening to music or a podcast, something to get the mind um, that was racing to, to calm down and to stop. And um, I... During this time, I started to wrestle with anxiety really for the first time in my life. Um, I've, like, you know, we all have experienced some level of anxiety, but this was, like, for me, the first time where I was like, oh, this is, like, what they're talking about when you experience, like, panic and anxiety in your body, pain in your chest. Like, I was experiencing all of that. Um, it, got, it got really bad, and, um, like, for a couple of weeks, the stress was so high, the anxiety was so high, I had, like, a rash all over my body for a couple of weeks. It was manifesting, like, outside of my mind, right, like, in my body. Um, and, like, I, I'm here to tell you that, like, there's so much hope. Like, if that's you and you're like, I'm having anxiety that's affecting me in a real physical way, there's so much hope for you, and um, there's a way out that God always will give us a way out. And during this time, I started really focusing on Philippians 4, verse 6 through 7. It says, Do not be anxious about anything, 
But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and mind in Christ Jesus. I don't know about you, but I want that peace that transcends all understanding. And I have experienced that. I've experienced peace that doesn't make sense, that doesn't... um, It isn't dictated by my circumstances, the things going on in my world. I've experienced like this scripture, and it's one of my favorite ones. It's what I put to memory. Um, And if you're in that place, or maybe you will go through something similar, uh, put this one to heart, memorize it, um, because the, the truth in it is very powerful. And there's just so much hope that you can experience something that transcends your understanding, peace that doesn't make sense and goes beyond what you can imagine. And that's really my heart for us is that over the next four weeks, we would just see this kind of mental health that um, makes no sense outside of the spirit of God. And really, like, that's what my hope is in. It's not in anything else. My hope is in, like, Jesus, and that's that's who I clung to during that season where I was really struggling, and um, I just believe that for you. And so I'm going to just pray right now, if that's you, and just pause and before we kind of get into more content. Um, and, just, and just pray that God's spirit would be over your mind right now. So, Jesus, we love you. And, God, I thank you that you see each one in this room. God, would you come and meet them right where they are at, God? Would you give them this spirit of peace that transcends our understanding, a peace that makes no sense based on the circumstance, based on the struggle, based on the challenge that they're walking through? And so, God, I thank you for the ways that you have brought me out of that season, and I just believe in testimony and in faith that you'll do that for those in this room and those listening to the sound of my voice. God, that you would have your way and bring breakthrough in the mind. In Jesus' mighty name, everybody, will you say amen with me? Amen means let it be. Let it be, Lord. So both science and scripture agree that what you think about will come out in your life. It will manifest out in your life. Cognitive behavior psychology shows that a lot of problems are actually related to wrong thought processes. Some relational challenges, some eating disorders, some addictions, some forms of anxiety are actually a direct result of toxic thinking. The mind is a very powerful thing, right? And throughout scripture, it's talked about a ton. And one of my favorite scriptures is in Proverbs chapter 21, or sorry, 23 verse 7. It says, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Meaning that you, whatever is going on in your brain is powerful. Because your beliefs determine your thinking. Your thinking drives your behavior. And your behaviors really make up your life, Right? Like, that's your life, the things you do. And so if you want to change your life, you have to change your mind, which is why we titled this series, Change Your Mind. Have you heard that for athletes, their sport is only 10% physical and 90% mental? Like, it's a huge mental game. And it's true for us, too, that the direction of your life is highly dictated on your mental health and the, the thought patterns in your mind. And I believe that God has incredible things in store for each and every one of you. But for some of you, the thing that is holding your back is really the battle in your mind. 
that if you could change your mind and retrain your brain, that you'd be able to go further than you could imagine and do all the things that God is calling you to do. That this is actually the thing that's holding you back and keeping you from walking in your full potential. Some of us are so bound up in our minds that, that we're in a stillmate, that we're frozen. And God just wants to release us to walk out the things God has for us. Proverbs 4.23 says, Be careful what you think because your thoughts run your life. Be careful what you think because your thoughts run your life. If you want to change your mind, you have to. If you want to change your life, you have to change your mind. And so what I want to just do right now is to ask you, how often are you thinking about what you're thinking about? How often do you think about what you're thinking about? What is your mind set on? When's the last time you really thought about what you're thinking about? Because I think in order for us to change our mind, we just first have to take a little inventory of our mind and say, okay, what are my thought patterns really like? Just come at it from some objectivity and say, what, what am I thinking about? What are the thoughts that are in my mind? That familiar voice, that familiar soundtrack that we just get used to because it's, it's your own self, it's your own thoughts. But when's the last time you were just like, man, what, what am I thinking about? Like, why does that thought always pop into my head. Because if you want to change your mind, you need to first define it because you can't defeat what you don't define. And so even like right now, if you just, you know, pull out your notebook and just like jot some things down, like what are the thought patterns in my life that I need to define so that I can defeat it? Because you can't defeat what you don't define. So take some inventory, ask yourself, what am I thinking about? What is my mind set on? And I love Paul's language around this topic in Romans 8. Um, what's fascinating about Romans, and specifically chapter 8, if you start to study it, Paul is not necessarily talking to an unconverted audience. He's most likely talking to believers. And so when he says what I'm about to read to you, um, he's really saying that you can have a new heart with an old mindset. That you can have a converted heart, but a carnal mind. So you can be in the room and be a believer, but still have struggles in your mind. Uh, you can still have the spirit of God in you, but really wrestle and really like, you know, go at it. And your mind can be destructive in, in, in a hard, hard place. And so you can be miserable here on earth, but headed to heaven. And really our heart as pastors and for Hope Culture Church is that we're not just a church trying to get everybody into heaven, although that is hugest part of what we do. Our heart, though, for every single person is to live healthy on the journey, living that fully empowered life that God has for you, um, embracing all the things that God paid for on the cross, which is freedom, which is health, which is joy, which is peace, peace that doesn't make sense like I just talked about. And so I love this verse because it just reminds us that like we are in a battle. So let's read it together. Uh, Romans 8, 5 and 6, it says, Those who live according to the flesh have their mind set on what the flesh desires. But those who live accordance, in accordance with the Spirit have their mind set on what the Spirit desires. The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the Spirit is life. Can I have that water right below your foot? Um, Paul's kind of dichotomy here, thank you so much, um, is super interesting. It may not be like the language we use in our day-to-day -day life. Like, I feel like we don't really talk like that right now, like the flesh and the flesh and the spirit, like super intense. But really what he's saying is that we have this um, tension, um, that this dichotomy 
um, where we're, we're really, it's speaking directly to the thing that we're experiencing every day, um, the flesh versus the spirit. It's really the carnal nature versus the spirit man. It's sinfulness versus righteousness, right? Um, there's these two mindsets. Like You either have a mindset led and governed by your flesh or a mindset led and governed by life and peace. Um, and so I think that's just a great distinction for us as we kind of talk about this. Is like, man, there, there, are, there is that possibility that I'm walking with Jesus, but also like my mind isn't fully sanctified. Like my mind isn't um, in the place that God might have for me. And so it's the battle, guys. It's a battle that we fight. And I think more of us fight this battle than we're willing to admit. Like statistically, it would be true in this room that many of you fight with this battle. And so I'm trying, I wanna be sensitive, um, but like we have to realize that the battle that we're facing is um, a real, real war. And I think what a lot of believers fail to realize is that the enemy knows this. Uh, the enemy of your soul realizes that there is a battle going on in your mind and, and he goes after it. Um, the enemy is after your mind just as much as God is after your mind. Um, the real war is really waging right between our ears. And um, I love what Paul says. Um, I'm going to give you a lot of scripture today. So if you're a note taker, write this one down. Ephesians 6 verse 12. It says, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil and heavenly realms. So I think like in our attempt at self-improvement, let, let's not overlook the spiritual component here. I think it would just be naive of us to think it's all physical. Um, as believers, it's, it would be, we'd be remiss to think that all that we're really battling against is our, is our own um, biological mind, although of course that plays a huge role. Okay, so don't hear me wrong. There were there's both and here. Like I just want to emphasize because I'm a pastor. I'm not a I'm not an expert. Okay, but I want to emphasize the spiritual component because if we miss out on that, we're really gonna not find victory. Um, we won't find victory because like why is it so hard to change your mind? Like we. We, if somebody knew the answer, like we'd all be doing it. Like what, what, why is it so, it's so hard to change our mind. It's so hard to change our thought patterns. And there's a ton of great help out there. There's experts, there's doctors, there's therapy. There's, there's, there's tons of really great stuff out there. But why is it not making the cut? Like it's not cutting it. From my perspective, like it's not cutting it. Like there has to be another component here. And I just believe that it's spiritual. I believe that that component is spiritual, that God um, has created a mind and that from the beginning, Satan has been trying to attack our minds. And so we have to come at it from a spiritual component. And I'm all for, I just want you to hear me, like I am so all for like medicine and therapy and doctors and um, getting help you need like professionally. I'm like so all for that. I feel like I have to say that that's super important. Um, but I'm a pastor, and so my heart, too, is for you to just see um, the bigger picture and that, like, there is a spiritual component. Uh, I just believe Satan's been playing mind games with us since before sin entered the world. Like, we look at the mind games that he played with Eve, and um, kind of from that moment, uh, that's been how one of his biggest strategies is just to attack our minds. And when the enemy comes to attack you, I think more often than not, that is the way that he does it. He does it through the mind. I think if the enemy wants to ruin your life, he just 
will ruin your thoughts. Like he knows that so much of life comes out of your mind. And so his tactic is to come in on your thought patterns and attack your mind. Just with those little um, things in your mind like that make you doubt, make you question, make you suspicious, tries to condemn you, tries to isolate you. He tries to make you feel ashamed of who you are, um, gives you imposter syndrome. He straight up lies to you. Um, that's the enemy just coming in, making you feel just really ashamed and um, isolates you. And so then you're battling this battle of your mind all by yourself. And that's not how it's supposed to be. And so if you don't understand that you're at war with the enemy, I just think you'll try to fight with external things um, that can only be defeated internally. Um, I just believe that when we're in this battle, like it's not going to be um, another day off that will like fix our problems in our mind. Like we, we, we try to fix things externally, right? To make us happy and give us peace. I just believe though, like we have to fight this from an internal perspective with the power of the spirit. So we know this, it's not our external environments that bring peace, it's your inner inner dialogue that oftentimes determines your peace of mind. That's why we see so many people who are like blessed by God, a lot of things going well for them, but they're still so stressed out. Or we see people who are married, but they're still so lonely. Or we see people who get a promotion, but they still feel so insecure and insignificant. Or we see people who go on vacation, but they're still not rested. They're trying, you know, the, the external circumstances aren't fixing what's going on internally because we're fighting a battle that is internal. And so our, our isolated attempts at improvement will never be enough to combat the pull of the flesh because our natural tendency towards negativity will win every time. And so we need the power of the Holy Spirit and I believe the encourage of community to transform our minds. Like we need community and other people to speak truth into our lives. And we need to also make the decision to show up in community and be vulnerable and be real and be like, this is what I'm struggling with. This is what my mind is playing. This is the soundtrack that I'm listening to in my mind. And that takes you and your participation to say, I'm gonna show up in community and accept the truth that God wants to speak to me. But we also need the spirit's power. I do believe that the spirit of God wants to just break those strongholds, those people who are held captive in their mind. And so that's my heart for you. Don't, don't, um, don't, don't miss out on the, the Spirit's power, but also the power in community. Don't just pursue the morals of Jesus. Really pursue the mind of Jesus. We need the mind of Jesus. 1 Timothy 1 verse 7 says, For God has not, has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. I love that, sound mind. That In the Greek, that word sound mind literally means disciplined thinking. And I just believe God's spirit will help you to have the power over your thoughts and have disciplined thinking. Like, do you believe that God can do that? Do you believe that God's spirit can empower you to have disciplined thinking, to take control, to take captive every thought, to have power and disciplined thinking over your thoughts? Because listen, you are not your thoughts. Your thoughts are not you. I think it's good to separate those two things because you might have a thought that pops up into your mind, but you have to weigh it against the spirit of God, the word of God in community. 
and realize that sometimes thoughts that pop in your mind are from the enemy and are meant to destroy you or lead you astray. You are not your thoughts. That's not who you are. You think thoughts, but that is not who you are. And a lot of you might say, well, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Like, sometimes my thoughts are super not positive. Like, I'm not a positive person, you might say. Like, you wake up in the morning and you just have negative thoughts. Listen, me too. I wake up in the morning, I'm like, where's my coffee? I need a cup of coffee. Like, I wake up in the morning having some racing thoughts sometimes. Like, this is the thing I have to do for work and kids and there's so much. And you wake up and you're like, yeah, my thoughts aren't always positive. And listen, just just decide that, hey, my first thought in the morning might not be positive. That that doesn't mean my second, third, or fourth doesn't have to be. Like, I have the power over my thoughts. I can choose to differentiate the thoughts that come in my mind and say, listen, I'm not going to partner with that. I'm not going to agree with that thought. I'm going to take every thought captive. I'm going to have a cup of coffee, and then when I drink coffee, I get happy, and it's a little easier to think those positive thoughts. You can have the power over your mind. You can have power by the Spirit of God to take those thoughts captive. You have control. You can wake up and say, this is the day the Lord has made. I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. Um, I've heard it said this way, the thinker controls the thought. The thought does not control the thinker. And that's just a good reminder for us that you as the thinker can control the thought. You have the power to do that. And I believe God wants us just to take control of our thought life and have a transformed mind, to not allow um, the negative thoughts and the reoccurring patterns to overtake us and really lead us in in a path that we might not want to go. And I just think starting today, if we just together as a community say, we're going to intentionally pursue a healthy mindset. We're going to change our minds. That we could do that by the power of God and by the, the choice that we make. Because the thinker controls the thought. And so I want to just give you in the remaining time that we have together um, three R's to retrain your brain. Three R's. I love alliteration. Um, and we just have, a, in our remaining time together, I just want to give you some real practical tips on how to just take control of your thought life and really retrain your brain to change your mind, to change your thought patterns. Did you know that you are four times more likely to remember something if you write it down? So we're noting, I, I, let's take notes, church, like let's do that so that you can remember and maybe this will come in handy in this season or maybe in another season. Three R's. The first one is remove. If you want to change your mind, you're actually going to have to remove some things from your life to get rid of some thought patterns, to get rid of some stinking thinking, some thoughts that are not good. You have to remove them. Is it just me or has advertising gone to just like another level lately? Have you guys noticed this? Like advertisers are absolutely brilliant. Like when it comes to understanding our patterns and targeting our desires, um, I oftentimes encounter these pop-ups on my phone. Like if I'm, if I'm um, in an app, there's pop-ups that come. And it seems like at any time in my browsing, an advertiser can insert a perfectly timed ad at any place on my screen. It's really remarkable. And what's interesting is that they always include a little X. And I feel like there's like those little, those little X's are getting harder and harder to find. <laughs> like they're tiny and sometimes they're like the same color. It's like an optical illusion. I'm like, is that an X? And sometimes I've spent like an embarrassing amount of time trying to find the X, like to X out of that advertisement. 
And you can click on that X and then it cancels the ad. And the same is true for your thoughts. The thoughts that pop up in your mind, you have the power to click the X and cancel that thought. That you can retrain your brain to remove those thoughts that pop up when you least expect it, that pop up when you don't want to hear it, those negative thoughts that pop up because it's the pattern you've always had, you can choose to click on that X and cancel that thought and remove those negative habits that lead you down a vicious cycle. You can remove them. We need to remove those negative thoughts that drag you into unhealthy patterns. Just choose not to click them. Just choose not to go down that path. Um, with the power of the Spirit, when you face a temptation, I just believe God will always provide a way out. He'll always give you the X. We see in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, it says, No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But not if when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so you can endure it. So the modern day translation is just like God has given you a way out. Like he'll give you a way out. There's a little X and you can choose to X out. You can choose not to go down that path. You can fill that space and make room. I just believe like we need to allow that space from removing those thought patterns for God to come and fill. And some of us are just so caught up in our overthinking and unhealthy patterns that it's just from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed. And there's really no room for God to speak to you. There's no room for, for silence or peace or a breath. Like your, your mind is racing and you can't get it to stop. And what, what God is just asking us to do is to remove, to take away some of those patterns and thoughts that are not helping, that don't even allow him the space to speak. We need to remove some thoughts. If you struggle with scrolling on Instagram, like, you don't leave the app on your phone because it's so tempting, right, to go back and keep scrolling. You remove the app off your phone. If you struggle with alcohol, you don't leave it in your house. You don't buy it and have it in your house. You remove it. You get it out of your house. If you struggle in any area of your life, you remove it so that you can have control again. You remove the external problem. You remove it from its path from its place. Because listen, whatever you feed will get stronger. So be careful not to feed your overthinking or your negative thoughts. It feels good to go down a negative path because literally our brains are hardwired that way. Like it feels good. It feels right. And we're going to think the same, 95% of the same thoughts we thought yesterday is it's easy to do that again. But we have to like X out and like remove and, and stop the pattern. Because whatever you feed gets stronger and whatever you starve gets weaker. 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 6 says, For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of Christ. And here it is. We take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. We remove, we remove. We take it captive and make it obedient to Christ. We, we need to have the power of the spirit to control our thoughts. So we need to remove. We need to remove so that number two, we can renew. Renew. 
Romans 12, 2 says, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. I love what Paul is talking about here. He's talking about changing your mind, transforming your mind. And he's saying the way we do it is we don't conform to the world any longer. We don't conform any longer. We have three kids, um, 10, 7, and 5 years old, two boys and a girl. And we have played with a lot of Play-Doh in their childhood. Like over the course of 10 years, there's just been a lot of Play-Doh. Um, we, we like to play with Play-Doh. It's not, they like to play with Play-Doh, I should say. It's not my favorite because Play-Doh makes a mess. Um, and whatever, wherever it ends up, it conforms... <laughs> to what it was stuck to. So for instance, like my rug. Like I have this jute rug and Play-Doh has been squished into it and it immediately conforms to the exact design of the rug and is very hard to get out. It conforms, it conforms. And can I just tell you, we don't need any more Play-Doh Christians. We don't need any more Christians who are looking just like the rest of the world. Like the call of Jesus is to say, don't be like that. Like live in the world, but don't conform to it. Don't look just like it. Don't be a Plato Christian where you're, you're, no one would be able to tell that you're a follower of the way. Like we don't need any more Plato Christians. The world doesn't need that. We need people who are not conforming to the patterns of this world, but be, being transformed, transformed by the renewing of our minds. So we have something real to offer, real freedom. Don't live the way everyone else lives. How do you do that? You renew your mind. Did you know that you can actually train your brain, that you can actually change your brain's pathways? Neuroplasticity is the ability of neural networks in the brain to change through growth and reorganization. It is when the brain is rewired to function in some ways that differs from how it previously functioned. So meaning you can actually change the pathways in your brain. All the brain waves are creating pathways in your mind. And so science calls this neuroplasticity. And through external and internal changes, your environments, and through decision-making, you can actually change your mind. It's amazing. You can think new thoughts. And as you think new thoughts you start to act a different way. And as you act a different way, you form new habits. And as you form new habits, you actually form a new life. And so I just say, like, if you don't like the direction that your life is headed, like, maybe start thinking differently. Start thinking differently. Science calls this neuroplasticity, but the Bible calls it renewal. Renewal. And whatever you call it, it's the pathway to change really your mind and your life. Renewal, renew. You can't renew a negative thought if you don't know God's thoughts. Um, I just believe that if you're going to try to renew your mind and remove and then renew, you have to really know the mind of Christ for you. You have to really know what God's thoughts are and pay more attention to God's worlds than the world. And so I just believe like that's why God gave us 7,487 promises in the Bible. He gave you that so that you can focus on that, so that you can remove those negative thoughts that you're prone to and replace it with these promises in God's word, what he thinks about you, what he says about you, what he says about your future. 
When you get God's thoughts, I just believe it will set you free. The Bible says you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. The greatest tool you have to overcome your negative thoughts is to remove them and replace them with what God thinks about you. So do you know what God thinks about you? Get in the word of God. What if you just tried it? What if over the next four weeks you were just going to try it? You were just going to get in the word and say, listen, I'm going to try to tear down some of these negative thought patterns in my life and I'm going to try to replace them and renew them with the mind of Christ and what the word says. Like, what if you just gave it a shot and you're like, yes, of course, you're telling me to read my Bible more. <laughs> like, you're like, of course it came to, like, of course, that's what you're leading us to. But yes, like, I wouldn't encourage you to do it unless I really believed it, unless it really has made an impact in my life. Like, genuinely, the Bible has transformed my life. Like, period. And what if you just gave it a try? What if you're like, I'm going to give this a try. Like, I don't, I don't remind, maybe you read the verse of the day or you're not even in your word at all. Can I just challenge you? Like, give it a shot. See what happens when you open up the word. See it come to life. See it bring breakthrough in your life. Like, it is living and active and it can literally cut away negative thoughts. It says the Bible is sharper than a two-edged sword. It will cut away those negative thought patterns and renew your mind. And so renew your mind, renew, renew with what God says about you and create new pathways in your brain. And then the third R is reset. Reset. Um, I just believe God's calling us to reset. That maybe he's inviting you today. And maybe even the reason you're here this morning is that he's inviting you just to reset, to reset spiritually. It's not too late. Your mind is not too far gone. There is hope for you no matter what you're facing in your inner world. And God wants to just invite you to reset. The old ways aren't permanent. And I just believe the invitation is there for each and every one of us. Maybe for you, it's a full mental reset. And you're like, I need like God to renew my whole brain. Like I feel really, really in a dark place. Or maybe for you, it's just some small tweaks that God just wants to like help you take that next step just to get a little healthier and a little healthier. And that's my heart for this series is that it's really a reset for us that we'd be healthier than ever before in this season. I just believe God's inviting us to it. Like everything of our life flows from our mind and God cares so much about the health of your mind. And he's inviting you to just have a reset in this moment and say, God, I need that. Like, I need you to renew my mind. I need you to remove some really negative thoughts and give me a reset. And really, in a sense, this is the journey of every believer. It's really called sanctification. It's this process that we go through where though we live in the world, we don't fight like the world fights. We don't reason like the world reasons. We don't conform to those patterns of thinking, but we actually can break down these strongholds with our spiritual weapons. And God has given us the divine power to demolish strongholds in our lives. And so over time, you can work to reset thought patterns, perspectives, mental models and habits that got you where you are today. Some of you have just had an onslaught of thoughts in your mind races and you're battling such a war inside of your mind. And maybe some of you haven't told en anyone, like you haven't shared with anyone what you're facing inside, the thoughts that are racing. 
Um, and I just want to speak to that person, just say that God sees you and you are not alone. He has seen the battle that you're facing and he has given you a way out. He wants to give you a way out. He wants to give you an X. You can X out and say, God, renew my mind. Bring me to a new place. Maybe you're someone who's been hurt or betrayed by someone and your reoccurring thought has just become like, I can't trust, I can't trust anyone. Like everyone will betray me. Or maybe you have a failed relationship and you just started to believe the thought that all my relationships will fail. Or maybe the thing you're struggling with is that you've been hoping for something for a long time and your reoccurring thought is just that it will never happen. It's never gonna happen for me. Or maybe you get sick a lot, like I'm hearing some coughs. And this is a reoccurring thought that I've heard a lot, like, I just get sick all the time. Like, as soon as you like start, you sneeze, you're like, oh, I get sick all the time. And your recurring thought is like, I'm never healthy, I'm sick all the time. Like, it can be that little. It's not, it's not little, I'm not downplaying. Like, some of you do get sick a lot. But like, that can be like the, the negative thought pattern, like the confirmation bias, the, the cycle that we get stuck on, like in our lives, really. Like, of course this happened. I always this, I never this, this is forever. And so I just believe this isn't a resume season. It's a reset. Like we need to reset those thought patterns and say, God, like come and transform my mind. Like I need you. It's time to remove, renew, and reset. And so I just believe with the help of community, the power of the Holy Spirit, maybe even in this moment, God wants to reset. But here's the thing. Your mind will never be transformed until you submit it to Christ. You can't access kind of the things I'm speaking of from scripture unless you are made right with Jesus. You need a relationship with him to really enter in with him and say, God, renew my mind. Like he's the only one who can do it. And so maybe you're in the room and you, maybe you've tried positive thinking or manifesting or whatever, and it's not working. That's because only by Jesus's blood are you able to be set free. It is only through the payment that Jesus has, has paid for you to be set free. God won't change your mind until you give him your heart. And so maybe there's just someone in the room today that has never made that decision to follow Jesus, to give him everything, to really confess with your mouth. Romans 10, 9 says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. It is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And as the scripture says, anyone who trusts in him will never be put to shame. And so maybe in this moment, if there's someone in the room and you're like, I've never given my heart to, to God and I need a full reset in this moment. I need a spiritual reset. Could everyone just close your eyes and bow your heads and we're just gonna pray. And if that's you and you're like, I've never made that decision to give my heart to God, to have that full reset. Will you just raise your hand right now? Just confidently, every eye closed, every head bowed. If that's you and you just need a reset in your heart and you're like, God, I wanna follow you. I'm gonna choose to follow you in this moment. Would you raise your hand right now? Thank you. Let's pray together. Jesus, I pray for the one who has never given their heart to you yet. God, in this moment, would you empower them by your spirit to first of all, confess with their heart, 
confess with their mouth, believe in their heart that you are who you say you are, and then they will be saved. Lord Jesus, they have been walking this road alone, but we are thankful that you invite them by the power of your spirit to not walk alone. And so God, I pray for any person in this room that wants to give their life to Jesus, that you would empower them to do that in this moment, that they would confess their sin and be made right with you and live with you forever. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. And then I just wanna pray for everyone or anyone else in the room that you need that mental reset, that you're spiritually ready for God to just give you a reset, that you just need that refreshment, that renewal that only God can bring. I wanna just pray that we have the power of the Holy Spirit to take every thought captive and make it obedient to God. And so we're gonna ask, we're just gonna pray in a moment like that God would just give us each a spiritual reset, that we wouldn't resume with our negative thinking, but that God would actually do something spiritual here and give freedom for those who need it, breakthrough for those who really need it. And so with every, every head bowed again, every eye closed, if you're like, that's me, I need a reset in my mind. Like mentally, I've been struggling and I need a reset. Will you just let me know? If that's you, will you just raise your hand just so I can see it? Thanks, there's hands up all over this room. Jesus, we need you. We need you, Jesus. God, we cry out right now. Lord, have your way. God, would you bring a reset into our minds, Lord? Would you help us to remove those old thought patterns? Renew our mind by your spirit and reset our minds to the things above, Lord God. Jesus, we cry out to you. Would there not be struggle in our minds anymore? Would the battle of our minds be won? Would you change our minds, Lord God? Would you renew our minds and make them obedient to Christ? Would we not struggle with the flesh, but would we live lives, lives of peace, God? Peace that doesn't make sense, God. We cry out, I cry out, on behalf of every hand raised in this room. God, that you would bring breakthrough, that you would reset their mind, that it would be programmed to heaven, Lord, that you would do what only you can do, the racing thoughts, the lies they've believed, the self-deprecation, God, the ways that they've degraded themselves, God, the lies that have been reoccurring even since they were little. Lord Jesus, would you break through right now with those mind traps, be loosened. God, would you bring a spiritual reset, God? Would our minds be healthy and strong, just as you created them to be? God, we take thought, we take captive every thought, God. We take captive every thought and make it obedient to you. Lord Jesus, have your way, have your way. God, we cry out to you for freedom and breakthrough in our minds. Would you change our minds today and in this season? Would we be healthier than ever before? God, we look to you, you're where our help, help comes from. God, I'm thankful that your word says that we can cast our cares on you because you care for us. And so right now we just surrender our minds. We surrender our minds and say, God, have your way. Bring freedom, bring breakthrough. Do what only you can do. Give us a reset, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Everybody said, amen, amen. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. We would love to hear about what God is doing in your life. To share your story or a prayer request, simply hit contact on our website. You can also support the ministry of Hope Culture Church by visiting hopeculturechurch.com. We hope you have a great week.